So at the beginning of 2020, who would have thought that the name AstraZeneca would become a household name by the end of the year? This, of course, is the name of one of the companies, among others like Pfizer and Moderna, that have produced vaccines for the coronavirus that has been plaguing us for months, ever since March. And recently, the FDA has begun to approve these vaccines for public use. And this is the culmination of probably the most aggressive development of a vaccine in the history of humanity. Every effort was made to fast track the process without compromising, of course, the critical public health standards that are part of that process. But of course, some people may choose not to be vaccinated, thinking about how fast the vaccine was developed and being nervous perhaps about the relaxation of some of these guiding procedures or perhaps being victim to misinformation or conspiracy theories. Still others will enthusiastically be the first in line to get the vaccine and still others really don't know what they're going to do. We heard today in the epistle reading about the saints of old. This epistle reading is set for the Sunday before Christmas when we commemorate the holy ancestors of Christ. And we heard today in the reading how many things that these saints of old did by faith, the wonders that they worked by faith, stopping the mouths of lions and quenching raging fire, and then also how much they endured by faith, being stoned, being sawn in two, all the suffering that they endured. It would be tempting to just stop right there and give you a pep talk about endurance and say, you know, hang in there, by faith you can endure all things, and that's true. But I think if I did that, I would be shortchanging you. So I want to read to you some of the text that you did not hear that was omitted from the reading because I think it gives us the answer to the question that some of us may be having about these vaccines that are available. So we start off hearing about how by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. By faith Sarah, his wife, herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had made the promise to her. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of his sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. 
By faith he kept the Passover when the sprinkling of blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians, attempting to do so, were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab, about whom we heard today in the Gospel reading, did not perish with those who did not believe when she received the spies with peace. I hope you get the point after I have pummeled you with the Word of God. Everything we do is to be by faith. Because that is where God is. And that's where his life is. So wherever you are with regard to the vaccine for the coronavirus, whatever you choose, whatever you do, do it by faith. Whether you choose to receive the vaccine or not, do it by faith. Now, does this mean you don't use your mind? No, this doesn't mean that. God gave you a mind, so use your mind. Make the best decision you can. But the decision that you make, do it by faith. Faith in God, not faith in science. Faith in God, not faith in your own mind. Faith in God. By faith, by faith, by faith. We do everything by faith. So I hope that that is an encouragement to you. I hope that gives you peace. Because when you, we act by faith, when we act by faith, we put ourselves in God's hands. We make the best decision we can, and we put ourselves in God's hands. What a blessed coincidence it is that this vaccine has taken about nine months to produce, just like the child whose birth we now approach took nine months to produce. We celebrated his conception on March 25th, the Feast of the Annunciation, and nine months later, as we approach December 25th, the Feast of his Nativity and Birth, I can't imagine a more blessed coincidence to remind us that the one born in Bethlehem is our ultimate defense against the disease of sin that leads to death. And that faith in God the faith of the holy ancestors of Christ whom we commemorate today is the greatest vaccine for it gives us access to the greatest life, the life of God.